becoming an elevated version of yourself requires radical action. It requires you to do things you've never done and things that make you uncomfortable. Her Evolution Podcast is a transformation of who you are to who you want to be. It integrates street smarts with professionalism, producing professional badass women. A process that blends the healthy parts you want to keep, sheds the harmful ones you want to eliminate, and incorporates the new ones you want to adopt. A flavor of both is necessary to thrive in all types of environments. Her evolution requires a new you. Therefore, it's time to show up and step into the woman you desire to be. Confident, assertive, wealthy, and beautiful. Her evolution awaits your your decision. Welcome to Her Evolution Podcast, a space for all things personal and professional development. I am Janeka Davis. Yo soy Afro-Boricua and proud. I'm fluent in Spanglish, so don't be surprised if you hear that throughout, okay? <laughs> I'm a wife, a life coach, a mom of a beautiful little girl and a baby boy on the way. I went from being an inner city kid to an Ivy League student. I'm studying psychology and spirituality at Columbia University, and my background is in leadership and management. In this podcast, I share raw reflections about life, lessons I've learned, and how to become an elevated and healed version of yourself, especially if you grew up in a dysfunctional family like I did and are now growing your own. I also invite special guests who can further pour into you. FYI, I'm not a therapist or a psychologist. Si necesita ayuda, if you need medical help, reach out to a licensed medical professional. If you're suicidal, reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255. If you're experiencing a mental health crisis, you can now call 988. If you need help getting your shit together, like improving and deepening your relationship with your intimate partner, communicating your thoughts and feelings better, improving your mindset so that you're less savage to yourself and more loving and kind, then I'm your girl. See the show notes for more information. It's a new year, 2023, and it's time to level up this year. So I set up a support me link where you can support my work, which I'm super excited about. You can make a donation for $4.99 or you can make a donation for $9.99 and so that I can create future episodes so I can continue to deliver and do this work that is so absolutely needed. Thank you. I love ya. Hello, my loves. Happy New Year. Can you believe we're in 2023? It's crazy. Time is flying. My daughter's almost 10 months in a few days. She's a few months away from a year old. Unbelievable. Anyway, I have a special episode for y'all today. If you are a young adult or have children who are young adults, you may find this conversation interesting. So make sure that they tune in and that they are listening or share this with somebody who has a young adult. So today I invited one of my younger brothers, Joel Aguas Vivas, to the podcast to gain some insight on what it's like being a young adult these days 
you know, post-COVID with social media and all the crazy stuff we have going on in this country. Now, I haven't seen him in years or spoken to him in a while until recently when I reached out to check up on him. So, Joelle, thanks for joining me today and for being flexible to do this episode at 8 a.m. despite being a little under the weather. Hi, how you doing? Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Yes, so excited to have you here today. So, I'm excited about this topic. I'm excited to get your perspective on social media. So, let me ask you, what do you think? Do you think social media has a positive or a negative effect on young adults these days? Why or why not? Um, personally, I think social media has both, actually. Like, it has an effect on both positive and negative to um, the youth nowadays because I feel like in some areas it's positive, like, in certain for certain things such as, like, exposure and, like, you know, connecting with people but at the same time the internet does allow people to be somebody they're not and it does allow people to like basically you know be bullied like you know the um like internet bullying has been a thing for a while now and it's like it's never gonna not, not never but like we as a whole gotta do something together if we're gonna change it because hmm. personally i feel like like social media right now is it's just toxic everything's just toxic right now like, me, myself, I personally, like, I deleted most of my social media. Like, I don't even have, like, I don't have the main ones, like, Facebook, Instagram. I just recently deleted my Instagram. Because it's just, like, it's all repetitive. It's all, like, toxicity. It's, like, nowadays, like, people don't connect because of social media as much. Like, we, there's opportunities to connect if you're, like, doing it right, if in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, so let's go and let's dive a little deeper into the bullying part. What how would you or what have you seen in your experience that would be categorized as bullying like what are you seeing or have you yourself experienced to have any of your friends what is what does that look like because you know bullying can show up in so many different ways so how does it show up in the social media format um well when i think of like bullying on social media i think of the internet as a whole because like that's basically what it is now you know what i mean so like Facebook, Instagram, like just comment sections and even even games cuz I'm I'm big on games like I'm like a heavy gamer I've always been and it's it's even worse in video games like online and games it's bad like I, like I don't even want to say that that's how bad it is you know what I mean so it's like why do you think that is do you, like why do you think it shows up so much on these online platforms. Like I know you mentioned earlier about like people masking themselves. Is it is it is it that that people are like hiding behind a screen that's easier to, you know, talk trash? Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's part of it. But also like I feel like a main factor of it is when a lot of people are hurt. Like, you know, a lot of people out here are hurt. They're like everyone has struggles in their life. And the internet being as wide and as like big as it is like you can talk to someone across the like across the globe literally you know what i mean and they'll never see you a day in their life you know what i mean because mm-hmm. y'all got you guys are so far so it's like that gives them the power to say what they want to who they want without feeling like there's repercussions because there really isn't technically if it's not like pursued you know what i mean right right like no one is actually like investigating that stuff yeah like <laughs> like, like speaking like with the gaming thing like 
there's like a thing called like IP addresses and stuff. Like you know, you can like there's people who can find people's IP addresses. Like right. and like on YouTube, I be watching a lot of dudes on YouTube who like they'll like find like bullies on the internet and basically like find their IP address and just scare them and tell them to stop bullying people. And just little stuff like that. But it's like because of the, because of the power the internet has nowadays, people are, are like able to do all this like this negativity you know what i mean that you so like they're able to access their personal information to exactly. some degree and like you said their ip address is literally like the laptop that they're using it where they're using it from most people don't know what it's things like vpns are so it's like little little stuff like that it's easy to pull up if you're not secure with your like online access you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um yeah like it's, it's bad, honestly. It's really bad. The internet is like, it's a scary place if you're not wary. Like, there's been a lot of things for like even children nowadays. Like, there's been a lot of like scandals coming out of like children YouTube videos and like channels on YouTube for children, like showing inappropriate things for kids and just mad stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, the yeah. internet, I feel like the internet allows evil people to push their message even further without repercussions. That's well said that's a good way to put it what i've one that i heard about recently that i didn't know about um i think i forget how they termed it but it's like about young boys being exploited like um i heard i think there was a boy who was recently on the news i have to look it up but um he committed suicide because the uh the person who was bullying him had like photos of him um because they kept pressuring him to send i think it was like about like sexting or something yeah yeah so yeah so i I probably catfished him as a girl and like took his photos and sound like that that sounds familiar Mm -hmm. mm-hmm i'm gonna be real like that story is like excuse me as sad as it is it's repetitive like like it's not the first I've heard of that honestly and it's sad it's really sad wow. like um like there's another thing like there was this thing called Momo at one point and it was like basically for kids as well it was like some some trend going around and it was like some evil looking like figurine that they had in like a mall in Asia or something but someone took the picture and created a character with it and they were basically telling kids to like self-delete themselves and if not they'll find their families because they can pull up their ip addresses and find out their mom and dad's names and stuff like that you know what i mean that's creepy he said no more like n-o-m-o m-o-m-o and it was it was all through whatsapp it was a creepy it was a whole creepy thing like they would it was a trend like you text the number and say i want to play or some some creepy it was just like some dude who who knew what he was doing on the internet who had like who like you know he had experience with the internet he knew what he was doing and he was just using it to like i said push that evil message and have kids like hurt themselves and fear for their families how did you find the discipline to delete your accounts and how did you not get sucked into it? Like some of some of the kids in our, our communities and in our society. I mean, well, fortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, well, I had to like grow up faster than most other kids. You know what I mean? So the majority of the stuff I see online now, like I said before, it's repetitive and like I'm grown now. You know what I mean? So it's like most of the stuff that people talk about is like, not su- substantial you know what i mean it's like it's like it don't it don't hold no weight behind it if that if you get what i'm saying yes and when you say you're grown how old are you <laughs> I, I, i'm 20 years old now but for me that's grown for yeah. a lot of you guys that might be young but for me it's grown now because i feel like i've been through a lot 
Yes. Well said. And I will tell you, you are wise for your age, which is why I wanted to have this conversation with you. Because a, a lot of young folks do not have uh, this mentality. So, and it's part of the reason, again, I wanted to have this conversation with you. And you said you've been through a lot. So in what ways would you say your experiences have prepared you for like the culture that we live in today? I would say like the the life, like the stuff I've been through in my life prepared me for like society now is like, basically I grew up rough. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be tough type, type deal. You know what I mean? So it's like, there was no like, no chance and no, no opening for me for weakness, if it, in a sense, you know what I mean? Because it was more old fashioned back back then. And I might seem young, but like like I grew up with older people, so it was like you know. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's like now I feel like since my mentality is more grown than the average kid my age, I can like basically spot out bullshit or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you have like you, you can detect it a lot faster than most kids can now. Yeah. And you don't have to go into uh, deep details, but I do want this episode to be shared with young adults and to be shared with you know those those in your community. And I know I have a lot of women listeners who are between the ages of twenty one and forty five who I'm sure have young adult children. So can you give us a little bit of background story in terms of some of the challenges that you've experienced? Like what were things like for you? And again, you don't have to go into deep details, but if we do try to get a little bit of an understanding of like what your perspective was growing up based off your upbringing. So and to see if there are kids out there who can also relate to your story. Okay. Yeah, I got you. So, um, Pretty much, like like you said, without having to go too deep into detail. Um, like, when I say I had a rough life, like, it was rough. Like, you know, like, I grew, like I'm your brother. You know, we grew up in a big family. We have a lot of, you know, it's a big, it's a big, uh, what's the word? Um, large family. Lots it's, of It's a large, it's a large, we're dysfunctional. That's the word I'm looking for. A big okay. functional family. And, you know, we all go through our trials and tribulations in life. And like like I said earlier before, like I had to grow up faster than the average kid. Like meaning like I had in some t- sometimes in my life I had to take care of myself as a younger kid, you know what I mean? With, without like any real parental vision or like anyone telling me, Hey, you shouldn't be doing this or 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 hey go shower or hey go eat or like you know, like so I had to do all of that myself as a kid growing up, like around the ages from like 14 up until like 16, 17, you know, so it was like, it was pretty much me, you know what I mean? Like me taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Understood. So there was no one, there was no one like there to provide the structure or the discipline for you to do it. It was like, um, if I don't eat, I'm going to starve, literally. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> like if I don't find food like right now, like I'm not going to be eating. <laughs> exactly. And another thing is like, since I was a kid with no parental vision, it's like, damn, where am I going to find food? <laughs> yeah you know i have my challenges definitely yeah that we can relate in many ways (laughs) as far as like our mindset when we compare ourselves to um other folks who might be our age we we definitely seem a lot older and wiser for our age (laughs) yeah 
it's funny though because like recently um like i've been like trying to grow you know like always, you always got to grow and i've been trying to like open my mind more and see other people's perspectives i've been big on perspective lately mm-hmm. and um like the more i listen and talk to people my age like i'm starting to realize like every we're not that different like and it's like it sounds mad cliche but like it's true like we're really not that different like a lot of the kids my age have gone through the majority of what i've been through like <clears throat> i've been in and out of shelters you know like i actually met a handful of kids who've been to the same shelters i've been to so it's like wow. we, can, we can always connect on a different level you get what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i understand that i'm not alone in this journey you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. wow that's powerful and it's not you know a lot of people would say yeah it's cliche but you know i actually did an episode not too long ago where i was saying you know all the things that are cliche to do or to say are actually things that need to be done right like you need to take care of yourself right you need to hydrate you need to exercise right all the stuff that's cliche it's like a lot of the things that people find difficult to do (laughs) yeah Yeah, so (laughs) last facts Mm-hmm. But I do love how you said that you are exploring different perspectives and that you're opening your mind to that. Because I will tell you that that's what brought me to where I am today and, and to this space was exactly that being open-minded, mm-hmm. reading dozens and dozens and dozens of books and articles I literally went on a quest to understand myself better and psychology.com and books and I were like best friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a- that myself now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and this is part of and this is part of the reason why I started this podcast, Heal- Healing Me Strategies podcast because there's so many people who focus on external things like getting yeah accolades getting the degrees getting which those are don't get me wrong those are good things to have and they contribute to your intellectual knowledge but then you also need to take care of your intrinsic self right you need to take care of your emotional health you need to take care of your spiritual and oftentimes a lot of people neglect that part or aren't aware that that's part of the process so that's why I, I I feel it's important to have this um, this podcast, and why I'm excited to have you on. Now, let me ask you something. And are you finding? And this is a little bit on a uh, we're shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I want to know: Are you finding it easy or difficult these days to like find jobs? And what? is your job preference these days you know now when covid happened we had there's an option now that some jobs are offering like virtual hybrid and yada yada what, what's your take on that personally um i feel like there's a lot of places higher now like that's one good thing about this i would say this generation like there's a lot of jobs for us now like as much as this generation would like to bitch and complain it's 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 true there's a lot of jobs out here taking people it's just like you have to be like enthusiastic about it you know what i'm trying to say like you have to put that foot forward like mm. you're not gonna get hired from someone who doesn't like you're not waving your hand you get what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. so it's like a lot and a lot of people don't put that initiative forward like a lot of people apply for a job and never call you know what i mean like 
and then and then be mad because they can't find a job when it's like they're also not really trying as hard as they could. You know what I mean? And half, half the time it'd be low level jobs that they're overqualified for. So it's like I know you can get the job. You're just not trying your hardest. Got you. And you know, let's explore that a little more too. I was hearing on the news actually that I think they said the CEO of Home Depot was saying that a lot of the employees are like lazy, fat, and um, lazy and fat. Basically, is what he was saying. <laughs> That's what he was saying about the workers, which is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you feel that there's some truth to that? Um, well, is it like mm-hmm. <laughs> for Home Depot? I mean, I mean, it's Home Depot though, like. Most of the people who work at Home Depot, like, I mean, honestly, the Home Depot I've been to recently, I, I wouldn't say that's true. Like, unless it's, like, the older workers who be there, but not nowadays, like, my generation is taking up a lot of the workforce nowadays, you know what I mean? Because we're all growing up, we all need jobs. And this is, like, if I'm not mistaken, we're one of the most, like, highly populated um, generations, like, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, a lot of jobs are getting taken up by us, and... Like every time I go to Home Depot, I see kids my age. You know what I mean? Like yeah, or like mid mid twenties, early thirties, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's usually like the people you can tell are veterans at the store who are fat and lazy. You know what I mean? Because they're like managers now, so they don't have to do as much. Work. I would say it's not even fair to call them fat and lazy because it's like some folks, if you know the older folks. I mean, they've been working for years. Yeah, that too, exactly. Like. Yeah. The audacity to call people fat and lazy when they've uh, given yeah. some of them have given like fifty years to organizations like um like, first of all, have, why don't we make the retirement age like fifty and even that's high. <laughs> even then they don't retire at fifty all the time. My exactly my point exactly. <laughs> but I wanna explore the follow following up part about some of the some of like folks in your generations. Like why do you think like if they apply to a job, why do they not follow up? Or some of them, not all of them, obviously. We can't They're put everybody right. Why do you think some of them don't do that follow up part? Well, personally, <laughs> me being one of those people back in the day who were when I was able to work, I was a lazy like applicant in a sense. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be real. I'm not gonna lie. I was like I was lazy. I never used to call in. I used to just like want want it handed to me in a sense you know what i mean like i used to want them to call me and pursue me because i used to think like unrealistically like oh i'm the worker they need me you know what i mean but it's like that's not how the world works so i assume that that's what it is for a lot of people and a lot of people honestly just like especially after having friends who work they know what comes with working you know what i mean like they see the stress that people have to go through so i feel like especially for first-time workers it's like I feel like it's like a big nerve-wracking thing for them like because it's a new step in life you know what i mean it's like a closer step to becoming an adult and like nobody mm-hmm. wants to grow up that quick you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know i actually like that you broke that down because see how see how it's easy to say lazy and put that word there but then when you break it down and people are feeling instead they're feeling nervous and they're feeling scared yeah. to take that leap then you can eliminate the word lazy and it's not really that. They need more encouragement. Maybe if they have more yeah. support. That, that's one of the things I wanted to touch up with you. Yeah. Um, in a little bit, but that we can save that. No, definitely. Actually, why don't we get into it right now? Because it'd be a great segue. All right. So basically what I wanted to talk about was like, like one thing about this generation is like, I feel like we don't have a lot of resources. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, 
like that's a big thing when it comes to like especially like the emotional factor because like as a kid growing up you are emotional i don't care how tough you think you are to any of the guys listening out there i don't care how tough you think you are or how strong you might be like you're emotional you're gonna have emotions you're still a kid growing up you know what i mean and i feel like nowadays for some like this is a it's like a reoccurring thing i've been seeing in a lot of people i've been meeting like a lot of people have problems connecting with their own families and they find family and other people like and friends and you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, like even myself i can attest because like i have a friend my boy tony and i feel like he's one one of one of the only people i can really tell everything to confidently you know what i mean mm-hmm. i know like personally like I, that's that it shouldn't be like that you know what i mean like right. it's kind of sad that i can't call my own brother or you know what i mean but it's like I feel like that's just like one of the things I see a lot now. Like I don't know, like family therapy needs to be like more active or something, bro. I swear because it's like it's reoccurring a lot. I see it everywhere. I see it everywhere. I swear. Like I just met one of my new coworkers, and he's going through the same thing. Like him and his mom is so disconnected, and it's like like he's having a hard time with it too because he's right now he's two years older than me, but he's still like going through like the mental and emotional phases of it you know what i mean because like i've been through that part but like dealing with like emotional trauma with your parents and you know but but mm-hmm. so I, I assume it must be new for him like or like he's just starting to realize like the trauma now you know what i'm saying so he's trying to grow past it like and that's a lot of, another thing too like people don't see it a lot but we are trying to grow like a lot of us are trying to grow it's just i feel like the kids who are like not ruining it for us, but like don't really focus on growth are the ones who have the loudest voice around right now. I don't I don't I don't know why. If you know what I'm trying to say, like mm-hmm. like it's always the negative shit that pops off first. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. social media focuses on the negative, which is another reason why I deleted everything. Cause it's just like you like your homeboy like your homeboy will share a fight video before your own music video. You get what I'm saying? Like Yeah. And that's just the way this generation is nowadays. Like nowadays, I don't even see, I don't, I rarely see kids chilling outside. You know what I mean? Playing with sticks or just riding bikes. Like now, when I do, I be so happy. It's like I'm not even that much older than these kids, but it's like I'm glad to see them out here and not inside on the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I grew up like that with my brothers. You know what I mean? Like running around, scraping your knees, like you know, having fun. Right. And now it's like it's a lot of like like tablet kids you know what i mean like <laughs> tablet kids <laughs> yeah it's like it's a thing like there's a lot of tablet kids now like there's babies at the age of one and a half two already know how to find their favorite youtube videos like that's scary i'm not gonna lie like it's just the age we live in it's kind of scary because it's like no way a baby should be glued to a screen all day you know what i mean like right let's go take go take that kid outside he needs some fresh air you know what i mean like right right <laughs> Take him to a park, let him experience life, let him go see what nature is. He don't even know what every color in the book is yet. And he's on YouTube. Wow. And it's like, yeah, this, this is also a big thing. Like now, I'm gonna give you a challenge. Next time you go somewhere in public and you see like just like a kid, a kid's outside, or like in a in a park, or like another park, like at like like a supermarket or something. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna see a kid in a cart with a tablet. One hundred. I've seen it when I take the train. I see the kids with their phones or with their parents' phone or a tablet or in the stroller. You know what's crazy about all this? Like, I really, 
appreciate this conversation and that you are aware of what's happening because a couple things come up for me and what comes up for me is we have this situation where and you mentioned it where people are struggling people are some folks don't make a lot of money some folks have to work two three jobs to support their families right and there's just so much going on that it's like to some degree I have some sympathy for the parents who are just trying to get stuff done and they'll give the kid a phone or a tablet. I definitely do so like, right. I don't want anyone to think I'm discrediting the parents right not at all it's not the parents not at all, at all. I know where you're going with this, though, and I, 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 I 100% agree. But then this is where they, this gets so freaking tricky. You know what I mean? Because I agree with you. I am seeing a lot of kids who are on tablets and on their phones, and it's really scary. And this is part of the reason why I'm studying psychology, because uh, the age group between one and three is a critical period, right? Yeah. And that development if they're constantly on the tablets and they're consuming all this information that we know can oftentimes be negative, what is it doing to their brain? How is it affecting their behaviors? How is it it connecting the, what's called the synapses in the brain? You know, like it's good. It is, it is really scary because it's actually, it's actually uh, changing how their brain is wiring itself. So that's what's extremely scary about it. It really is. You know, yeah. So, like, I agree with you on that. And it's, and it's like, what do we do? Like, this here is great, us having this conversation. And you made a really good point as far as the the kids who don't focus on growth who have the loudest voices. Because I see that a lot, too. Even with my Instagram page. My Instagram page is all about growth. And it doesn't grow as much as some of the, some of the pages who focus on sex mm-hmm. or who focus on you know pranks or, or, fight focus, or fighting right it doesn't focus on negativity it's more like the positivity but it's not to say that there aren't pages that are positive that aren't doing well because there yeah. are also pages that are doing well extremely well too you know but it does seem like there's more negativity at, at like at, at the higher end that gets the most attention so i definitely yeah. agree with you there and then you mentioned something really important too about you know the not having enough resources for the the emotional um development yeah 100 percent i'm in agreement with you because that was one of the challenges i struggled with too was understanding my emotions putting uh, putting a name to what the emotions were like if i'm feeling angry okay i'm angry and breaking down why am i angry mm-hmm. if i'm feeling frustrated why well, i'm okay i'm frustrated right you gotta acknowledging it first and then breaking down okay why am i feeling this way like i know that a lot of the kids do not have those skills and neither do the parents so if the parents don't have those skills they can't teach the kids how to do it yeah and okay. a lot of times it's also because it's like also the environment they grow up in like, you know, you know, we grew up in the hood. That shit's corny to people where we live around. You know what I mean? Like, just talking about your emotions. And, like, we grow up around people telling us, like, that shit, type of shit is corny. You know what I mean? So it's like, especially when it's like, it's harder to break free from that, like, societal construct in a way. But, like, you want to grow. You know what I mean? But you really can't because your environment is um, negative. So you have to disassociate yourself from it. Like, most times these kids can't. You get know what I'm saying? 
And that's where we come in and why we're doing this work. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, I always feel with our family, like, I don't fit in <laughs> because I'm so different. And that's okay. That's because yeah. I've made the choice that I want to grow. I made the choice that I want to understand why things were so difficult for us. I made this choice because I want to arm myself with the ability to help myself to then be able to help people and and like yourself and like other people who struggle with these things too you know what I mean like I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast with you if I didn't work on Jamaica yeah you see what I mean and that's what I want to really help people with is like you need to work on you first before you can go out and try to say you're gonna go help anybody else Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so but I appreciate this conversation. I thought this was very valuable. Now, what do you what do you think we need to do more of? And I know we don't really have the resources, but what would you want to see more of if you had the choice? Like if someone can wave a wing a, a, a wand and be like, you can have whatever you want right now, what would that be? Um <coughs> I'd say like I said, if someone could wave a wand right now and like make something happen for the youth now, I'd say like somehow, some way, make like social media not as influential as it is. You know what I'm saying? Make it not as intriguing as it is. Because when kids go out and explore life, it's so much shit you could find outside. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like, bro, like nothing beats running around with your friends. Like whether it's through the woods or like at a park playing tap you know what I mean it's just connecting it's like like how you always say like the spiritual the spirituality part of it it's like you gotta connect in a certain way like you can't connect through a screen you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's like we need as humans like we can't be alone like we need human interaction that's a fact like and a lot of people unfortunately don't have that nowadays like a lot like like a lot is bad like even me now like I'm I'm, I'm a, like I wouldn't say an introvert but I'd say like, I love to be alone you know what I mean like I'm alone but I love to be alone now and I don't even like it because it's like I know I need connection with more people you know what I mean it's like but at the same time it's the way shit is now and the way people are now it's like you don't really want to be around them you know what I mean yeah yeah sad state of affairs it's and that's a- why and that's also why I feel like like kind of to backtrack a little bit back to when I said kids nowadays find their own families and friends mm-hmm. because it's like we I know a lot of people who can tell me right now that they only have four or five people they talk to on average that they're comfortable with you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it's, half of them aren't even their family members like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like a lot of people aren't even cool with their own cousins this is like it's crazy <laughs> which is common in our in our own family exactly like we've been able to and I say this a lot too like we as a family we weren't able to cultivate or nurture our relationships or develop a deeper connection between all of us as a large family because it wasn't something that was that it wasn't something that was modeled to us and it wasn't something that was um, enforced so we didn't have the practice and we didn't have the space to even have these 
these conversations to bring us into this um, into this space because I know there are families who have really deep connections and they yeah. talk about anything and they and they come together you know they do annual family reunions and there's just so much love you know but when it comes to our family I, I, I feel like so many people are wearing masks because they don't know how to be themselves yeah so got so accustomed to being this 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 facade that they don't know themselves you know what i mean so mm -hmm. in order for us to in order for us to ever develop a deep connection this is what's tricky every single person would have to work on themselves which is much harder <laughs> and, and kind of unrealistic and unrealistic right because you know you know how some folks in even in our communities they be like yo this is how i am this is how you met me i'm changing for nobody yeah some people still have that mindset so it's, mm -hmm. you can't develop a relationship with someone who thinks that way. Yeah, it's impossible. Whether they're family or friends. Facts. So, and let me ask you this, and we can end with this. Um, what advice would you give to young adults um, these days who are struggling with, you know, who are struggling with their emotions? What would you say to them? I say express yourself. Like I feel like one thing for me that helped, because like, I'm still growing. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit here and talk like I'm fully healed and I'm a perfect man. No, I'm. You know, we all still have area to grow. But one thing that helped me, like especially as a man, like a lot of people don't say it enough. Definitely don't say it enough. That's why I try to influence that into my, um, Sabia, my little brother. Um, like cry it out, bro. Like if you ever feel like you need to cry, you ever feel like you have pent up emotions, let that shit out, bro. Do not hold that shit in. Cause holding it in isn't gonna do nothing for you. Like I've held it in for years, years on end. The moment I finally let it out, it was like, it was bad. You know what I mean? Like it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and, and now like, it's to a point where now I can get so hurt where I rarely even cry not on some like i'm emotionless but it's like now i know to think you know what i mean before just reacting based off of emotion mm -hmm. because of all the like times i've let it out like you gotta express yourself like at one point um me and my older brother we was like very close mad close like i was crying to him on the phone and like when i was going through heartbreak and you know mad little stuff like that so it was like that taught me like you have to have somebody you can express yourself to. Like I said, even if it's one or two people, like try to connect with more people so you have somebody to like as an outlet for emotion. You know what I mean? Like, cause if you find that one person who's supportive and, and you support them as much as they do you, like it's not gonna be nothing but positivity. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what I gotta say. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're going to be publishing this very soon. And being that this is a new year, I want to share with all of you that you're now able to support my work. There is a link on my homepage. You can make a donation for $4.99 or $9.99 to support my work so that I continue to make future episodes about healing and episodes that continue to help our communities heal. Because as you've heard, we so desperately needed as a community and as a global community. Happy New Year and I love y'all. Bye. Oh.
I hope you found this episode valuable and inspiring. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, comment, and review. I know living a review takes a little bit of your time, but I would greatly appreciate it. My goal with this podcast is to get the word out and help as many people as I can to improve their mental health and their overall well-being. Please also share this podcast with your friends and family who need to hear these messages. Together, we can help make this world a little better just because we care enough to. If you're listening on Spotify, you can only rate and follow, so please do. Lastly, if there's a topic you'd like me to discuss on my next episode, let me know by DMing me on Instagram at IamJanaka, that's I-A-M-J-A-N-E-I-C-A with the topic, or mention the topic when you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Cuídense mi gente y adelante. Take care and keep moving forward.